Welcome to the Kickstart Your Book Sales Podcast with USA Today bestselling authors Russell Nolte and Monica Lionel, where you'll learn how to supercharge your book sales, go aggressively wide, and take your author career to the next level. Let me bring on Serena, and I just realized I might not be saying her name right, so I hope that I have been. Nope, uh, she's shaking her head. I thought it was Serena. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. We're going to bring her. Gonna, you can introduce yeah. yourself. We can get the name right. All right. All right. Hi, human. Uh, so introduce <laughs> yourself. So I don't, so I'm not going to say your name again because I'm going to say it wrong. So, so my name is Triana. And Triana. Yeah, it's got an awful rolling R and an um, E that isn't even in English. So you guys are, I mean, I don't mind. I'm used to people butchering my name. But um, I am not okay. So, with yeah, that. I'm not okay with it either. I, I always don't like that. But yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, how about uh, introduce yourself uh, to like a little bit about what you do, and I'm going to show your campaign, and you can like talk a little bit about that as well. And then we'll get started. Um, yes. Yeah, so I'm Triana, and I am a professional artist, photographer, and now also author. And so I've been yeah. drawing <laughs> on all of those skills for my Kickstarter. So my first Kickstarter campaign was actually an art book focused on my photography, um, which came about because Russell, I was going to make this huge art book and I'm like, I'm not ready. I can't do this. Russell's like, well, why don't you just start small? I'm like, oh, and it was like this big aha moment. Like, yeah, I could do that. So I ran a photography art book campaign first because everything was already there and it was almost like, no, okay. I won't say it was nowhere because it was work, but compared to my novel, which I'm still brand new at, it was a lot less work than that. And then I just finished up my novel campaign where I um, drew heavily on my illustrator experience and that one kind of blew right up. So it was supposed to have just five illustrations and end up with 12 full page illustrations at the end of the day. And Amazing. yeah. Oh, let's Speaking look at this graphic. The thing, that's the graphic. <laughs> that's the graphic we just saw with Nicolette. So, but like yeah, done in, yeah. a, in a very different, um, uh, more ethereal way. I love it. Yeah, beautiful. Well, so your graphics are incredible, obviously, uh, because you do all your own artwork, you do all your own photography. Uh, which I've told you multiple times, it needs to be a deck, which I know you're working on. But, I'm working um, on, yeah. Yeah, just for the podcast listeners, please go to uh, her Kickstarter um, because, and, and, and like, yeah, I just think you have just the best graphics um, just because, yeah, you're an artist. So it works out pretty well. <laughs> so, yeah. tell us, so tell us what else. Um, what other success factors have you seen on Kickstarter? You know, obviously your stuff is beautiful. What else is, what else helped mm -hmm. you with your, um, funding your campaigns? Um, well, like actually, I think it's in the, I don't know, one of your, not the Kickstarter course, the other one I'm in, the accelerator, I think, or yeah. direct sales. And you have that course in there and it says about using your unfair advantage. And, yes. I think for me, my art is 100% my unfair advantage. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because I can get it for free, right? Sure. So, and I think there was someone else in the group. They, they were like a tech person or, I don't know, some kind of smart person that does techie stuff. And they ran a campaign. I think they were part of your first Kickstarter group. And they 
said, oh, I just used this for my old thing. And it was like this, you know, again, like this aha moment of, oh, okay, well, I'm going to really focus on the art. I've run a luxury art business. I've dealt with prints. I've dealt with all these things. Pricing to me is not an issue. Um, I already value what I do. And I. it's actually harder for me to go to the quantity-based business model than the quality one. So, and I just definitely drew more more on that part of my experience of, you know, I, I price high because I see the value, but I also add a lot more value for your money when people do it. Um, I just want to say that your um, hidden cover is so cool, the blue and yellow. And you also designed, uh, this is like, um, <laughs> apropos of nothing, but um, you also designed a, a um, interior cover for, I think, another anthology that I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I would buy this anthology just for this interior cover. Um, or maybe it was the exterior cover. I don't remember, but I was like, wow. And it was so, um, yeah, I, I have to agree. Like, obviously your artwork is by far your unfair advantage um just because it's and it's just really beautiful and i think it's it's not just that you can get it for free but it's also that you can express um exactly Mm -hmm. what you want uh and express your exact vision uh and then i also think people you know they want like they want a creator who um can do both for that reason because they're like i'm reading this book and I want, you know, I want the author's exact vision for that. And, you know, they have it with you. Like, you can mm-hmm. give them your exact vision for it. So that is very cool as well. Um, so what else, aside from that, um, do you think, and anything else that you were able to do? I know you did a lot of promotion on this still. It's not like the artwork, you know, like, went out and posted on social media for you. Or anything. Yeah. So... I think I did exactly what you guys said. It's like for my, I did a pre-launch marketing thing. Like I put it up a month in advance for my novel. And so I started mentioning it in my newsletters. And I'm actually quite involved with both Nicolette in building my newsletter too. So we're, which is really neat. So yeah, like I do weekly newsletters. And every time I would say, this is coming, this is coming, you should follow it. Um, I shared a lot on my personal page. Because a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not going to tell people who know me. I'm like, well, either they'll stop following me and they're not my people anyway. <laughs> and because I'm not that attached to people on right. social media. Or they're already here because they care what I create. So I think you say that, Monica, that, mm-hmm. you know, people are already here. So I posted on my personal stuff. And then I also posted on, I'm more active on Instagram. So I posted daily on there and I mean I tried to change up the messaging and again I got to I'm able to draw in a lot of different arts and pictures mm-hmm. so it's not like just the same picture over and over again but honestly like I went and got book brush because I'm lazy and I'd rather mm-hmm. do the illustration than the setups for the photography yeah so I just you know like anyone can do it really like if you have your cover you can make it work and mm-hmm. I think yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that I, answers your question. So I have to ask you, like, you just brushed over this thing. Like, what is this extra cover? Like, explain to me, like, okay. what the sec- what is what is the secret cover? Okay. So, so I actually have a book here now, which I can show people. Um, so initially I made a, just a limited edition, which has a undercover. So don't mind me. 
book art everywhere. So imposter syndrome made me commission art initially. And then I'm like, oh, well, by the time I did my book, I was felt like I was good enough. And it's got like, this is the paper part. And then this is the undercover art. That's actually my art mm-hmm. and in the book. And then because I ended up drawing so much stuff, but I'd already submitted all the files to Ingram to get printed. I was like, oh, well, we're like, we unlocked like six more pictures. And I drew another picture at the very end of the campaign. Like literally I could finish the thing my campaign ended. And I'm like, well, this would make an even better cover, which um, in my opinion. And my husband's <laughs> like, well, he wants a book that's all mine. So mm-hmm. I do think this is the... Cover. Oh, I love that. And Sweet. so I'm like, well, I'll give my backers an opportunity because it was going to be a stretch goal, but we didn't quite catch it. And so I'm like, okay, well, everybody was really excited about it. And I, so I said, okay, well, I'll do backer kit, which I wasn't going to do initially, but I'll do an upgrade option. And what I'll do is I will actually not only create a undercover art. I mean, yeah, the cover art being this. So the paper part would actually be this one on top of the, limited edition, I actually will create 20 extra pages where I'll go into my concept art, I'll go into the art process, I'll, because I'm not really fast at writing, so there was no bonus stories for me, but it turns out I'm faster at illustrating, like, so I just, like, filled this book with art, and people could pay, so that if they've already bought the hardcover version, then they could just pay 15 extra bucks and get this extra special. And I had, I think 90% of people upgrade to that version. Awesome. So, That's so it, I really just used, I guess, backer kit for as like a, not so much a pre-order store, but an upgrade store. It's like, yeah, you got this. Yeah. Let's make so it better. You, did you ask that in the survey questions? You said like, do you want I to did, upgrade? Yes. Yeah. yeah, so that's like yeah. that's like the killer secret of backer kit. Uh, People yeah, say, "Why do you do yeah. it?" I'm like, "Well, like you can do this one thing which you can't yeah. do anywhere else, which is, hey, I, I I I held this back from the campaign. Do you want it now? And like you could make just so much money on it. And I love so in comics, we call mm-hmm. it variant covers, like mm-hmm. you know, variants, mm-hmm. and like you yeah. don't really see them with like novels but no well you do see them somewhat in novels when like a lot of book boxes will do like a special like cover just for their book box but you don't have the option to be like here's five covers you can choose from um and here's getting all of those covers all together as one thing and i think Mm -hmm. that's a really smart potential like option i think i think we're going to see it a lot more because these you know uh there's Especially when you have can have multiple styles, like you have one like very graphic heavy, you have one like illustration heavy, you have one that's like mm-hmm. photorealistic cover. Like you, ha- you have different options for pe- for people. People might yeah. like all of them. Yeah, I had people because I had an option not only that they could upgrade their existing one, they could keep the existing one and buy a second one for cheaper than if they were to add this and add on in the survey. So nice. people could just add on like, and I actually had a couple of people take me up on that and they just like awesome. doubled up on the book. I'm like, you just bought two of the same novel. <laughs> well, yeah, one to read, people, one to display. Yeah, people love right? that. Oh, I'm yeah. totally yeah. like that, that um, buyer where it's like, I will display one and then I will read one. And I well, expect yeah. 
Yeah, go ahead. Because, like, they're two different hobbies. Like, right. book collecting <laughs> and book reading are two are very two. different hobbies. So if you yeah, happen, uh, like me, <laughs> to have, like, to be a, a person who has both of those hobbies, like, you do want, like, <laughs> to collect and you right. want to read also. Um, yeah. And I, and I think Monica's so right. Like, um, with, like, what we've seen with Nicolette, too, and a couple of other people have come on is, like, the vibes are just so strong in your, like, oh, yeah. like not only is it, like, you your own art, but, like, you really nail, like, the vibe check of, like, what you're going to get in your campaign. And there's mm-hmm. so much, the imagery just goes in to say, all right, what am I going to feel? Like people yeah. don't, authors don't talk about like, how am I going to feel reading this? And like, I don't do a great job of it all the time. I think comics, it's easier because you're like, you're going to feel like this. Here's the art for the comic. But with novels, you really have to be like, this is the heart feel you're going to get with the book. And like, I think you do it so well in your campaign. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And actually, um, for those of you who are not artists, I actually think, Russell, you do do something like this very well, um, which is that, I I mean, you also commission like gorgeous artwork for your stuff, um, because I know you're not like specifically a illustrator. Um, but I will say that you can do this with words too. Like one thing I've started to notice about Russell's campaigns is that he always tells people what is this book actually about? And it's always an emotional, um, push. So instead of saying like, it's about a girl who does this and does this and like, he's like, this is a book about grieving or like, you know, it's like something like so specific. This is a book about feeling alone. Uh, as a child and growing up and learning acceptance like I'm just making this up on the spot but like it's always this like deeper theme and so I think if you're a writer you can apply some of this too and I think that's what your campaign does so well is that you do that but with the artwork too Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's like so aligned well Um, people buy emotion right they don't care about this stuff they i mean that's why we have art in the first place i mean Mm -hmm. as authors you sell an emotion you're not selling the story i mean that's the medium but you're selling the feeling people get from that and you know whether you use art or whether you use words you really need to just it's an emotion yourself like what is your emotion is it belonging it's that you know loneliness is it's you know it can be darker themes my art tend to be darker or is it romance like are you selling love are you selling those feel-good feelings and yeah you just have to really and i mean i think it was deposit photo or i know there's some i don't know the cheap photo places but there's a lot of accessible art for people if you can't just hire an illustrator and you can take like one image really far like you can make a sticker out of it a bookmark you can pay a postcard you can make an art print and they're all different price tiers with one picture mm-hmm. right so yeah. you can really stretch like the one thing that you do get yeah yeah absolutely. i agree and if and you're uh, pulling that from deposit bows make sure you get the extended license yes that's why yes. <laughs> yeah. yes absolutely and like yeah cause so like a long time ago, I learned that like people don't buy because of what you did. They buy for what you do 
can do for them, like what your work does <laughs> to them, for them, the transformational journey. And people are like, well, it's just a book. It doesn't have a transformation, oh, transformational no. journey. I'm like, yes. no, no, no. Every book that's <laughs> worth reading has a right. transformational journey. Like that's, yeah. I, I don't know what yours is. Like mine is mostly about empowerment or like overcoming like uh, adversity mm -hmm. or like learning to be more like at home in yourself. But like, those things are like what people get from my books. And like, that is yeah. the thing that is front and center. Whereas most people, like, even when we see Kickstarters, now after people have taken 30 hours of our course, like they're still often just saying, this is a book about a romance between these two characters that do this. And won't they get together at the end? And you're like, well, it's a romance. Yeah, it's like, yes, they will. They for sure will. Uh, uh, so, but like, then there's like the stuff that you're doing on your campaign, which is like, you're really bringing it into like, what this is going to do for mm -hmm. me. Like, this is the heart part of this. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah, I agree. I wanted to ask a question because I know you're from Canada and we get a lot of questions about international shipping. Obviously, you do art stuff. So like your shipping prints mm -hmm. and um, shipping books. I know I, I backed one of your campaigns. Yeah. So can you speak a little bit to how it is using Kickstarter as an international creator? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people have this block for shipping. And actually, that was with my art book, why I used backer kit because I was freaking out. I'm like, I can't learn both Kickstarter and figure out the shipping thing. I'm like, I'll just put that in the back end for now. So yeah. that was my biggest reason for backer kit. Um, backer kit is amazing for that because you can then figure out, okay, well, I didn't have my book at the time and it's shipped by weight and size. So I'm like, well, I don't know. So I kind of, when my book finally came in, I could charge that afterwards. But I went differently with my novel campaign. I actually did drop shipping for my novel um, because it's cheaper to ship from the U.S. to the U.S. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, like the way I covered the um, personalizing of it is I did signed book plates. And so it was just like, you know, like the normal envelope that you send mail in. You can put mm -hmm. a book plate in it. Um, I did postcard, like a lot of my stretch goals um, were like postcard sizes. And um, like you just have those long envelopes, I have my bookmarks. I don't know if I have any here and they just fit like right in an envelope. And it's like, I think it's $2 Canadian to ship to anywhere in the world, roughly, yes, you know, yeah. for just an, and that's just a flat envelope, right? That's the thing that you go to the mailbox, you open, you go buy and right. it's gone. Yeah. Right. So I actually, cause my art prints are six by nine, which is a little bit, awkward of a size. I'll, I'm not going to lie. Um, six by nines. Well, I love it because it's a really nice, it's the same size as the cover of my book. Right. So it's a decent size for an art print. And I just got those hard mailers mm -hmm. and I put it in there and mailed it and you can get six by nine size art mailers. Right. So you can get stuff that fit and the smaller you can get your envelope, the better, right? Mm -hmm. Because then it's cheaper, but yeah, it's actually, I think, it costs between 5 and $15 for me to send a print or five prints. I think I could send up to five prints in that price range, which is really not that much. Yeah. And that's Canadian. That's not even. Sure, sure. 
Yeah. Like, so, so like on the low end of that, it's probably mm-hmm. about like three or four, you know, three or four dollars yeah. um, in USD. Yeah. That's awesome. Cause I know, yeah. I mean, we, we talk to people all the time who are, you know, they're kind of unsure scared? how to figure that out. Yeah. Scared, understandably. I mean, I'm scared yeah. to ship internationally. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But I think you've done such a good job at making it work. And also mm-hmm. your campaigns have been really successful. Um, and mm-hmm. it really hasn't been like a topic of conversation. I don't feel um, from the reader perspective. Oh, no. Um, like I have people backing in, like I've had Frankfurt and Australia mm-hmm. and actually the bulk of, I mean, if I were to cut out and make it Canadian only, which really doesn't make sense because it's actually more expensive to ship to Canada than to, from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> if I were to cut out all international backers, I would have a $20 campaign at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. So, like, I would lose out on thousands of dollars if I didn't make it accessible internationally. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, I know a lot of people that I speak to are American writers, and they're like, I don't want to ship internationally. Well, you guys have it so easy, though. You have right. media mail. <laughs> Right. Yes. You have the like, I can't take advantage of the backer kit shipping stuff at all because they don't do it through Canada. Mm. So, and from my understanding is that makes things easy. I'm like, well, I don't have that and I can make this work. And, right. but yeah, just like little envelopes and put a stamp on it and say bye. It's honestly not that hard. Yeah, it seems like a really good solution for international shipping in general, um, even for mm-hmm. U.S. creators, because yeah. you still have international backers. So it's like, yeah. um, can you, you know, can you drop ship within the country um, mm-hmm. through whatever means you look into, um, or at least the major countries, like the major, yeah. the major English language countries, which is UK, Canada. Mm-hmm. Australia, New Zealand, which are probably mm-hmm. priced roughly the same. Like, can you drop ship from there? And then, like you said, send uh, send the personalized uh, booklets through yeah. mail. So, yeah, that's a great solution. Well, so I'm actually a big fan because I have way too many back kick- Kickstarters that I back. So I have to. I've had to start actually looking at how much shipping is. Like at first, I'm like, oh, whatever. I don't care if I pay <laughs> for shipping. But when a book starts becoming over a hundred dollars for just a novel, I'm like, so what I actually started offering was like postcard packs. So you put your cover art on the postcard or a print with the ebook, and mm. that way their shipping is lower. Because I buy a book for a cover. I'm not gonna lie. I 100 <laughs> percent buy a book for a cover. And I know I'm not the only one, right? So when you do a print or a postcard of your book and you kind of just get that tiny little bit of extra that over the ebook, I get something special and I still get to read your book and support you. So I'm all for like really pushing because I started that collecting postcards when people <laughs> offer them. So I'm like all for just get that ebook with postcards here or, and you know, that way people can still be a part of your campaign. And back at a higher tier than just your ebook tier. And, you know, it's more special too, yeah. but without the massive shipping. Yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. that earlier this year too. We did the same thing, which was the, mm-hmm. uh, the Make 100 uh, one. Yeah, the Make 100. It was just like we did 100 postcards and like yeah. they, people were really excited about that. We mm-hmm. also do pins. You can do challenge coins, like, but like yeah. something small that someone, mm-hmm. like you said, has a tangible, like a tan, they yeah. can tangibly Tactile. touch. Yeah, people are very into stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
Yeah, that's interesting around the postcards because I um I'm not a postcard person, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, at least not yet. Who knows if I'll get into it. I used to not be a pin person, but now I'm like kind of more interested in pins. Um, mm-hmm. as I do more Kickstarter back back more Kickstarter campaigns. Um, so yeah, that's an interesting thing. Um, especially with Make One Hundred coming up in January, mm-hmm. because postcard yeah. is kind of like the perfect Make One Hundred thing yeah. to do. Yeah. Uh, to have those special edition postcards. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Awesome. Well, we are uh, we are getting to the end of our time together. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to give you a chance to give a uh, final uh, pitch where we can find you and give us a little bit of uh, final advice, and then we will say goodbye. Um, so I'm most active on Instagram, and I have three different Instagram accounts. So it's pretty easy, though. So it's just Triana, T H E R E N A. And then either underscore photography, underscore author, or underscore art, depending on what you like. Um, or you can go to my website, which is a work in progress at the moment, but it's tiri- or authortriana.com. So, and then my advice is don't discount those international backers, right? You can, you're actually losing a lot of, like, I, there's so many times I've gone to a campaign. I'm like, oh, I really want to get this stuff. And I was willing to pay the shipping. And they're like shipped to US. I'm like, that's like the biggest bummer as a backer ever. Just saying. So yeah. make it available. Find a way to do it. I know it's overwhelming and scary at first because I was there. You know, do backer kit then. Just say that's a problem for tomorrow. Focus on your Kickstarter. But, and, you know, capitalize on your art. You have a cover. Every book has a cover. I have never seen a white book cover, right? <laughs> you can. T- Turn it into a postcard, turn it into a digital stretch goal, turn it into a sticker, a bookmark. You know, there's so many ways you can use one picture and make it go. Like, or commission artists, because I actually do a lot of interior art commissions for Kickstarter people now. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Triana. Did I get that right this time? Triana. 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 There you Triana. go. Triana. 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 Okay. I'm going to get it right next time. Triana. We'll practice in Vegas. Yes, absolutely. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. Uh, we're going to say goodbye to you now. And, yeah, uh, you're welcome. Gonna... Thank uh, you. Awesome. Thank you so much for hanging out with Monica and Russell on the Kickstart Your Book Sales podcast. If you found this episode helpful, Make sure to visit kickstartyourbooksales.com slash free to download our best resources to help supercharge your author career and take it to the next level starting today.